Hello and welcome to Stop and Go F1's reactions for what may be the craziest race for quite some time. Um, I didn't wear this shirt because I thought it was going to be a crazy race. I wore it because I thought that's a comfy shirt to wear at 6 o'clock in the morning. But there you go, the race was as crazy as my shirt is. So let's break all this down. And let's start at the start, which I'm... To be honest with you, the start of this race feels like it was a few days ago now, but we'll go to the start, and the big news before the race even started was that Perez and Bottas were both starting from the pit lane. Uh, Perez obviously hadn't set time in qualifying, Bottas was 19th, they both changed a few things on the car, start from pit lane, I'm sure it'll work out fine for him. When the race starts proper, we have Max Verstappen on pole with George Russell alongside him on the front row, and George Russell takes the lead straight away. Uh, Leclerc is in the gravel um, into turn three. He is out. Hamilton is also able to get past Verstappen into P2. This is when the first safety car comes out. And you'll notice I say first. This was just to clear out... Uh, Leclerc's car, which was in the gravel of turn three. Ocon then goes into the pits early, and I think the idea was that he was changing over to the hards so that he could do the entire race then on the hards, not having to pit again. It was a good idea, and it was also copied by Joe, Sargent, Perez, and Bottas. Actually, Perez pitted twice, because he started the race on the hards, he came into the pits, pitted to the mediums, so he'd done both his compounds that he has to do in the race. Then he pitted again to go back onto the hards so that they were, uh, he was on the tyre, which could make it to the end. Very good strategy. I'm sure nothing will appear in this race to completely ruin the strategy. Um, what we actually find out is that Leclerc didn't just go off into the gravel, he was hit by Lance Stroll. But it was just a racing incident because Stroll seemed to get sandwiched really with Leclerc on the left and then Alonso on the right. There was nowhere he could go and they didn't go out the penalty, which I think was the right thing to do. Off the back of the restart, George Russell was in the lead from Hamilton, then Verstappen, and Russell was not happy. He was being told over the radio to manage the pace, but it seemed like Hamilton wasn't told this, and Hamilton was pushing and attacking him, and Russell was not happy. Then we got a safety car, because Alex Albon was off. Now, I'm not 100% sure what happened here. Initially, I thought maybe he just got a bit too much power on coming out the corner, spun off into the wall. It also just seemed like he had a lot of oversteer at the time as well. It was just a bit mental. Uh, during this safety car, both Sainz and George Russell pit for fresh tyres. Lewis Hamilton complains over the radio that he's been screwed because he hasn't been able to come in for tyres and Russell was. This is when the red flag comes out. The first red flag. And what this actually means now is that Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen, who had not pitted, were given a gift, whereas people such as Russell and Sainz were completely screwed at that point because it just um obviously under red flag you can change your tires so whereas everyone else had to go for a pit stop lose about 20 seconds of race time hamilton and verstappen would start one and two on the restart with brand new fresh tires and lose nothing now whenever this happens there's a lot of discussion about um 
should this be legal or not? And I am in the camp of, yes, this should be legal. Because imagine if you had a puncture and a red flag comes out, are you telling me that it's unfair for that person to change their tyres in the red flag? They should have to do a lap with a puncture, which is very unsafe. I feel it would be more unfair to do it the other way around. Because imagine if you're just doing your strategy normally, and your next lap is the one you're going to pit onto for your brand new tyres, but the red flag comes out before that. If you're not allowed to change tyres, you're going to change tyres on the first lap of the restart, which will just send you to the back. I honestly think the fairest way to do it is allow people to change tyres during a red flag. That's how I feel. Um, there's a bit of madness on the formation lap after the red flag. Lewis was going very slow. This is where Max was complaining over the radio about the 10-car distance to the safety car. This rule always confuses me because in some circumstances it's enforced and in other circumstances it's not. And this is one of the circumstances where it was not enforced. Also, because Lewis was going so slow, um, further back, everyone else was going really slow, and they would go around a blind corner, which meant that they were carrying a bit too much speed, and just round the back, there were about six cars that were just overtaking each other, then going back, trying to find fit into the right place. It was, it was a madness, but it did get sorted. Upon the restart, uh, Nick DeVries... Um, went a bit mental into turn 3 and hit Ocon, but both were able to continue without any damage. And upon lap 12, Max Verstappen takes the lead. This is when Carlos Sainz decided to become a god of racing, as he hit a fantastic dive bomb on Lance Stroll for P6. And this is when uh, George Russell's engine decided to become a Ferrari, because it blew up and lit itself on fire. A right roller coaster of a weekend for George Russell. Starts P2, is able to take the lead at the start, is leading the race, pits underneath a safety car, goes to P7, then is the red flag and he's been screwed over. He's back in the race, he's doing well again, engine blows up. It's a tough one for George Russell, but you know, these things happen. It's tough. Uh, virtual safety car comes out for that. Perez. Um, Upon the restart, he's making some crazy moves because he's near the back of the grid and basically we're just seeing how quick the Red Bull is in comparison to, like, oh, Williams. And I just found it shocking every time the commentator was like, wow, who'd have thought it? The Red Bull is so much faster than a McLaren. I'm like, well, I, I would have thought that because it's obvious. Uh, Science is still making some great moves and he made a great move on Gasly for P4 and then there's some more f there's some proper good racing within the chaos of this race like Ocon had a great move on Piastri at one point and then during the midsection of the race it became this uh, excitement of overtaking and stuff kind of went away because it became more focused on can we actually get these tyres to last us till the end? So everyone was off the pace a little bit. Every now and again, Alonso would threaten to push and he would get to nearly be within a second of Hamilton, but then back off again. The uh, entertainment during this part of the race came from Lando Norris and Nico Hulkenberg, who were fighting out for P8. And it was, it was an incredible battle where Lando Norris eventually did get past. That is when Nico Hulkenberg's teammate, Kevin Magnussen, hit the wall. Now, according to the radio, it was coming at some kind of suspension failure. He tapped the wall and the tyre basically just flew off. Now, what drove me mad here is they're showing on the cameras... 
his car is on the side of the track. They're also showing that his tyre that's flown off is in the middle of the track. But yet, it took forever for them to get a safety car out. There was at least a good one, two minutes of us staring at a tyre in the middle of the track before they went, oh, maybe we should do a, maybe we should do a safety car for this. But, there you go. So it was a very late safety car that then turned into our, um, I was going to say our final red flag. It wasn't. It was the penultimate red flag, and it gave us a two-lap sprint race for the end. It was very exciting. Now, um, I went on Twitter at this point, and a lot of people on Twitter were going, You see? You see, this is how Abu Dhabi 2021 should have ended. It shouldn't have been the safety car and one lap to go. We should have red flagged it. Everyone can go on softs and then we can go. You'll see now upon this restart that this was the way to do it. So I sat with bated breath to see if this was the way to do it. And we hit the restart and six people DNF'd in four corners. And then very quickly, those people on Twitter deleted those tweets and went, well, that was a stupid idea. Whoever thought of doing this? How ridiculous. But yes, so we had uh, Sargent and De Vries were out. They took each other out. Gasly and Ocon were out. They also took each other out. Uh, Alonso was out. He got hit by Sainz. Even though he didn't actually DNF, he just went to the back. And the same with Stroll, I can't remember who hit Stroll, but he went off in the gravel trap. So, when we red flagged again, because obviously there was six people with just cars all over the place, we had a very interesting position of the timing timing screen saying Max, Lewis, Carlos, Hulkenberg, Sonoda, then I think it was the two McLarens... And then I think that was that was it of the guys who finished, wasn't it? Um, oh, Stroll. No, Stroll wasn't there. Stroll was at the back. Joe and Bottas. They, they were the ones who actually made it to the end. And then this brought up the most confusing situation of what's going to happen. Do we revert to the grid that we had at the restart? Do we go from what we had from when the red flag was thrown? Personally, I was hoping that we'd go from when the red flag was thrown because that would have helped my fantasy team the most. Then we decide, don't worry guys, we've got it. We're going to go off of the grid from the restart. But anyone who DNF'd in the restart will still counter to DNF. So the grid will be uh, Verstappen, Hamilton, Alonso, Sainz, Stroll, Perez, Norris, Hulkenberg, Piastri, Joe, Yuki Tsunoda, and then Valtteri Bottas. We're going to have just one lap behind the safety car, and that will be the end of the race. And that's why I wrote down that that was the end of the race. Then, as we're waiting, it is revealed that Carlos Sainz has been given a five-second penalty for causing the collision with Alonso on the restart that within the race didn't actually happen. Uh, Science was very angry about this on the radio, and he's demanding an appeal. I do not think this will be revoked because he did cause the collision. The confusion lies within, did that lap actually count or not? But I imagine if Alonso had hit the wall and was out and not third then there's a very different conversation there. So I think that the, the penalty for science is actually quite fair. That's what I'm going to say here. So science gets the five-second penalty. 
it seems like it takes forever to decide that this is what we're going to do. But then they drive around one lap, and with that five-second penalty, it takes science from fourth to twelfth, meaning that everyone goes up one, and Yuki Tsunoda... Oh, I've dropped my pen. Yuki Tsunoda gets tenth place and the final points-paying position, meaning that he's finally scored points this year, which was good for me because I had him in my fantasy team but if you watched the uh, preview video for this race you'll know i made two predictions and those two predictions were that we would have a ferrari on the podium and that yuki sonoda would score points now one of those was right if we'd gone with the other grid maybe the other one would have been right but if we'd gone with the other grid and science would have got a five second penalty that would have promoted the person who was in fourth to be inferred that person was nico hulkenberg the man who currently owns the record for most races taken part in without ever getting a podium. And he could have got it here. And I thought for a second he was going to do it. It would have been an absolute madness. So that's the race. I mean, mental. Absolutely mental. To add on to this, I'll let you in on a secret right now. Well, it's not a secret, but an interesting thing. Is, uh, as well as being a Formula 1 fan, I'm also a wrestling fan, and it was WrestleMania Night 1 last night. And um, it's as I'm recording this, it's 5 to 9. I woke up at 9 o'clock yesterday, which means I'm coming up to 24 hours straight of being awake, which, uh, you know, my tired little mind could not comprehend a lot of the things that happened in this race. So I think I may have missed some things, but that's everything i got for now. It's a mad one. Let me know what you thought of the race in the comments. And uh, we'll be back either later today or tomorrow to discuss the F3 and F2. And then there will also be the driver ratings from what has been a mad race. I mean, we're not going to have any F1 now for a month. So I think they just went, I know, let's give them a right mad one to say goodbye with. And they certainly did that. Right, until next time, I'm going to go to bed. I'll see you later. Goodbye.